Well, what about? Well, you can't put it oh. on the side like uh, my nigga Chef do. Yeah, hold on. All this motherfucking dope nigga selling in the hood. $250,000 worth of audio equipment. Can't even put the layout up on the side. All this all this motherfucking degree. <laughs> all <laughs> this equipment. I <laughs> can't put the shit on the side. All equipment. That shit was funny. Like, growing up playing sports, did y'all coach refer to the shit as equipment? <laughs> like, nigga, it's just some basketballs. <laughs> <laughs> Make sure y'all put all the equipment back where it belongs. Put the basketballs back in the bag. <laughs> right. That should sound more official, huh? This time of year, I get thankful, baby. Thankful for you. But now you're gone. And I don't know what to do. You were so intelligent. You were so strong. Waiting my own life for you. So damn long. And now I see you moving on. And I'm begging to come back home. And every night, I turn the TV on and cry. I cry. And I cry. I say why. I feel like we're all gonna die. So come back, welcome to With All Due Respect, this is Chef, and welcome to episode 11, Thanksgiving episode. Uh, as always, when listening to us on iTunes, be sure to give us five stars, uh, give us some comments and feedback, and if you don't want to give us five stars, just keep that to yourself. Gentlemen? What with the white voice, what up? What up, 5,000 Northside Florida checking in, episode number 11. What's up? It's your boy J. Joe. Fuck with me and get some money. Cool. So we're going to get this started. Like I said earlier, this is a Thanksgiving episode, but as always, we want to go through a few hot takes. So this one was very interesting to me. Um, the first one that came across the desk was about Jennifer Hudson. Um, apparently, uh, she was she's with David Otunga. I'm very famous from, uh, what was that reality show? Um, uh, I love New York. I, I love, love New York. York. She was right. he was punk on I Love New York, <laughs> <laughs> which seems very fitting because this nigga has been apparently cheated on um, <laughs> by Jennifer Hudson with a gospel producer, Mally Music, um, over a, a long period of time. And they're I thought they was married, so this is kind of this kind of blew me. But their engagement is over with, and they are no longer together um, because of her her cheating. So, and I think what Jennifer Hudson did on the back end was say, you know, I'm making all the money, so I could I could fuck around if I want to. Does it? What do y'all think about that? Is Jennifer Hudson a fuck girl, or what is it? Um, I <laughs> so basically she ran a she ran a a play that's like well known throughout the league of women it's kind of like the spider 2 Y banana of uh women's plays and if you're not familiar with spider 2 Y banana just uh google spider 2 spider 2 Y banana it'll pop up for you and john grew to break it down which is basically i'm going to do some shit to you then i'm going to beat you getting mad and then 
do some shit against you that's worse than the shit that I did to you to spark it off in the first place. So she cheated on him. Then she turns around and files a restraining order. And uh, the other part of Spider 2 I've been handling because it's usually a touchdown. She's like, oh, it's for the safety of me and my son or daughter. I think they got a son, but basically it's for her. Yeah, so it's for the safety of her and the kid, you know what I'm saying? Which really she's just trying to cover up the fact that she ain't shit. And um, like I said, a very popular play in the playbook. Basically when you need a first down or a touchdown, that's the play they go to. And it's a real uh, ill situation. Hopefully, dude can bounce back because I wasn't there with them. Maybe he did make some threats or something, but I doubt it. Uh, I also watch Judge Mathis twice a day, and um, he speaks on it, too, where women use the court system as a weapon against the men, and they'll go down and make up some shit against you. Uh and get a false restraining order against you and it fucks with your livelihood uh you can get actually put out of your own house if the woman like i said beats you down to the courthouse they'll put you out of your own shit um until they get it all sorted out so if she's really doing all these things that really is fucked up honestly i don't see how it's not the rise of the fuck girl because all right so Let's do like a time to kill for a minute. Everybody close their eyes or whatever and think. So if J HUD was Kevin Hart and Buddy David, whatever the fuck his name was, Otunge is Nico Baby or whatever his old lady is, and they was engaged for like nine or ten years, Kevin Hart would be a fuck nigga just off the strength of being engaged to her for ten years. Fuck anything after that, nigga. 10 years of engagement pretty much classifies you as a fuck girl or a fuck boy. And then to follow that up with the fact that you're cheating with the, with the gospel nigger, even, even, no, that shit even makes it worse. And I don't know what's worse to be a secular nigga and get cheated on with a non-secular nigga or vice versa. Like, if you get cheated on by a nigga that's like nastier than you or like on some other shit than you, that's a little easier to take than like you get cheated on by like a nigga in the church like that just shit just seems kind of weird it seems like you're hustling backwards or some shit isn't that the same thing kind of mm, not really man cause you expect pastors and church people to be to like to a higher standard but remember it was a well publicized thing with that pastor in Tallahassee so church niggas be fucking <laughs> man, church man, niggas do be fucking <laughs> church niggas hell be fucking low key I mean side note like so, my nigga knew that that nigga in Tallahassee, that preacher, because he was dirty macking on him when we was in college. Like he was like hollering at his chick, like, "Man, that nigga ain't gonna fuck you like I can." I see it. I see you at the church. You know what I'm saying? So he was doing <laughs> shit like that. You know what I'm saying? So that was that nigga was built like. So I'm just saying, like, I I'm wary about and skeptical about most overly churchy people. Got that man? You hiding something, nigga? And maybe it's just me being like, I guess jaded or whatever. No, that's that's how I feel. Listen, Nashville has one of the most dirtiest bishops <laughs> of all time. <laughs> this nigga was this nigga was doing marriage counseling and fucking the nigga's fiance who was going to marriage counseling like before they was getting married. You know what I'm saying? They got a marriage counseling before you get married. So the the other nigga decided to sue. I don't think if I don't know if he won or not, but yeah, that was a 
a big scandal. But when I brought it up to motherfuckers in Nashville, they were like, oh, yeah, that nigga tried to holler at me. Like, that nigga's known to be, like, trying to get on the hoes. Like, he would have Bible study. Then after Bible study, be like, I'm not Bishop so-and-so. Just call me Randy. You know what I'm saying? Like, just fuck up <laughs> shit like that. But uh, I digress. Call so with Steve. this whole situation, uh, with this whole situation, like the dude punk, uh, uh, what's his name? Or Otonga, whatever the dude's name is. He ain't no slouch. That dude went to Harvard Law School. He's a lawyer. He's a uh, WWF, uh, WWE, whatever the fuck they got now. He's a wrestler. So, and I heard he has bread. So he's been breaded. So she a fuck girl because he was with her during Fat Jennifer times. He was with her during. Uh, all her fucking turmoil she went through with her family. He was with her through the thick and thin, no pun intended. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so why the fuck you going to do this dude dirty like that? You know what I'm saying? Like he apparently is really into you. Like, oh, again, let's reverse the roles. Everybody close their eyes. You know what I'm saying? And just picture uh, your homegirl being with a dude. They engaged for nine, ten years. You don't be like, girl, what the fuck you waiting on? You know, I'm, why hadn't he like? Why haven't y'all fucking jumped a broom yet? So, I think that she liked him, but then she got to a point where she started losing that weight, getting that money, and right. she started getting some attention. I mean, we all know people who've been fat and lost weight, and they start getting that attention. So, it, sometimes people forget about the people that were there when you know what I'm saying. When you was the uh, caterpillar, and now you're the fucking butterfly, and now you don't know a nigga no more, and now you don't, and now, and, and now you fucking uh, the gospel producer. So, yeah, she definitely uh, is in the fuck girl category, and if you don't agree, then you probably a fuck girl yourself. Something else that happens too is that let's just say dude was treating her obviously. You know, they were planning to get married, so you would assume that dude was treating her very well or whatever, and she probably wasn't used to that. But then it becomes, it gets to a point where you start to take that for granted. And then it's like, you place yourself on this pedestal because it's like, well, if he's doing all this stuff for me, I can find somebody to do something better. When it's like all the other 73 people you fought with before him, they were not doing that stuff for you. So she probably just kind of started feeling herself. And then, like you say, she lost the weight and all that. So <clears throat> she felt like she could upgrade. And, I mean, she gambled and lost. It is what it is. So hopefully dude bounces back because we always bash men. We, as a society, bash the men. But it's some fucked up women out here, too. And I think that part gets lost a lot of times. It's the Donald Trump effect. So interesting to me. So, quick question. So, do y'all think Oprah Winfrey a fuck girl? Nah, I think that's on some like Oprah pimp agreement. Yeah, I think <laughs> I think they they're in agreement. And I mean, dude got Stedman got a sweet ass spot. So why fuck it up? I mean, that shit works for everybody basically. Yeah. Right, Sted like they they've never been engaged. I think Oprah was lightweight. Were they? They were at one point. The only reason I know, the only reason I even asked, because I was listening to her podcast the other day, and they were talking about how they was engaged, and they were supposed to get married at one point, and then 
I guess she had a book that was supposed to come out, and Stedman was all, yo, I'm going to push the wedding back until um, until you get this book out. And Oprah never wrote the book. So they just never, they just never went forward with this shit. And then she's like, I was happy. I didn't want to, I like my own life. I didn't want that nigga all up under me all the time. And you know what I'm saying? I kind of wanted to do me or whatever. And it just, it always, it just stayed like that. And I was like, okay, well, that's cool, I guess. Well, I know one thing. She, she, she lightweight did a, a, a fuck girl thing because I was leaving Chicago heading back down here one time and that nigga was on Southwest with me. So <laughs> I was like, what? hold on, right? He can't use like, jet. <laughs> no, that's what I'm saying. That nigga was on. That nigga, Oprah got several jets. That nigga was on A. You know what I'm saying? I'm about to say, did, did she at least uh, buy him the little upgrade so he can check in first? No, nigga, that. He was in A. <laughs> no drink tickets, nothing. He in a. You know what I'm saying? They were like A1 through 17. He might have been on that shit. I was like, fuck. I got pictures to prove it. I he, got like, oh, he got low priority. He got low priority. On the Instagram page, but uh, no drink I mean, no. but, but yeah, I, I feel like they both comfortable. You know what I'm saying? And as, I know that nigga ain't complaining, and she like she not complaining. Y'all think? Uh, I think we touched this on the last episode about girl on girl action. Y'all think she fuck with Gail a little bit on that? She they done scissored before? Oh, people say that. That's that's like a uh, like an urban legend or something. I don't know if it's true or not, but one thing I do fuck with about Oprah, she put her people on. You know what I'm saying? Like Stedman well taken care of, Gail well taken care of. Like she Dr. put a Yeah, like she she definitely put her people on, man. She didn't hoard that shit. How do I get to Oprah to take care of me? That's all I'm that's all I'm really <laughs> concerned about. What I got to do. Basically, this is what you do. You go down to the airport. And you stake out all the Southwest flights, and you see Stedman. Look at your car. <laughs> and be like, hey, bro, make sure Oprah get this. <laughs> that nigga's on Southwest, cuz. That's hey, crazy. Hey, boy. Might have been some last minute shit, and that was the quickest shit he could do. Uh, whatever. <laughs> well, yeah, so, um, all right. So, speaking of fuck people. As a follow from last week, so we, we brought up the story of Leangelo Ball and the other players from UCLA. Uh, they got caught up with stealing, and the day that we recorded was the day they were, were returned back to the United States. So since that happened, uh, a few things have, have taken place. So first of all, when, once they got back, there was a press conference, and the players um, all individually thanked Donald Trump uh, for helping them get back to America. Um after that, you know, because Donald Trump lacks any sort of level of grace or humility, he made it his business to let it be known that it was his doing that, that, made, that made sure that all those players got returned to the United States. After that, uh, uh, LeVar Ball proceeded to, to not really give the president his props as uh, expected. Um, so from then on, it's been pretty much a a war of words between Donald Trump and LeVar Ball, um, which is funny because I, I really feel like LeVar Ball, I mean, fan or not a fan of him or not or whatever. I mean, I'm pretty much indifferent to it all. Um, he, But he is like a black Donald Trump in terms of the bravado and the extraness. So um, they've been having their little beef, and it's very interesting to see. Um, but what did y'all think about 
the players apologizing to Donald Trump. What do y'all think about the outcome as far as these this war of words going on between him and um, LeVar Ball? Personally, I think the players should have told Donald Trump, fuck him. And I think they should have did it on national television. So, um, Donald Trump, uh, if you look over his history, it's not very hard to identify him as a bigot, a racist, and a white supremacist. I mean, that's who he supports financially and morally. But this particular this particular action that he did, honestly, I feel this was the most racist and most like white supremacist action he's done in his entire presidency. Like this is the shit you see in the movies, like on like what the what the fuck was it with uh Quentin Tarantino and fucking Jamie Foxx and shit? Like this is the slave owner, like, oh, I'm gonna give you some oh, other Django. Django. I'm gonna give yeah. you some motherfucking bread, boy, and I want you to thank me for it. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's what the fuck this shit was. Like, nigga, you're the president. They're American citizens. You're supposed to rock with them. You're supposed to bring them home. And you took this time to, like, not only bring them home. And really, he probably didn't even have to fucking do that shit. But he did that shit anyway. He made it important. He made it a priority. And then he's like, now I want you to fucking thank me on fucking national television. Any, basically, boy. And, like, to me, and y'all know me. I'm probably the least sensitive of the motherfucking group when it comes to this shit. I was like, damn, that's... That's some kiss my boots ass, crack ass shit. You know what I'm saying? And I didn't fuck with it. So I know most motherfuckers didn't fuck with it. I disagree 100 fucking percent. Listen, if I'm going to fucking jail and a nigga call anybody to get me the fuck out of jail, nigga, I'm going to thank him. I don't give a fuck if he done hung 13 niggas for me. If I'm the 14 nigga and, and I'm... And I'm freed. Hey, man, I I so appreciate that. And I feel like LeVar Ball. So what happened with LeVar Ball is they asked him, hey, uh, Donald Trump uh, helped your son get out. So the nigga said, who? (laughs) So so then he said, nigga, Donald Trump. Uh, He helped, uh, you know, he helped get your son out the shit. So LeVar Ball was like, man. That's what y'all say. Everybody want to talk about they helped out, man. That nigga really ain't do shit. My thing is, we don't know if the phone call helped or didn't help. But I'm not going to spit in the face of a nigga that helped me out, whether the nigga liked me or doesn't like me. And it was a chance that that did help. Listen, if a nigga helped me get out of fucking Chinese jail, y'all nigga, this ain't regular Nigga, you get three hots in a cocktail. This fucking China. Y'all ever seen Locked Up Abroad? They, y'all don't know what the fuck they gonna have them niggas in there doing. So it's cocaine. I feel like I feel like if the nigga did call, which he might have or might not have, then hey, I I appreciate it and I'm gonna keep it at that. You know what I'm saying? So not on no slave slave master shit, but as a, a fucking. Hey, I, I appreciate a favor type nigga. Hey, I'd be like, hey, uh, it, if they would have asked me that and I don't I don't fuck with Trump, they'd be like, hey, you can get your son out. I'd be like, hey, if you make a phone call, I appreciate it. I'm bad my son's back. That's it. You know what I'm saying? He had to do the whole uh, beating your chest bravado pissing contest with the president, even though I love it and I hope that this shit like turns up just because I guess this is we getting messy. And this cast eleven talk about Jay Hood and uh, the president. Let's get messy. Fuck it, it's the fucking Thanksgiving episode. 
So the one time I turned into a Black Panther and I'm like hella defensive about the shit, y'all like, nah, fuck it, that nigga got me out of jail. Right, and I'm object, yeah, I'm always Black Panther every time I'm like, ah, I'm, this, I'm this the last time. Hey, this is the last uh, time I stick up for you niggas. This is the last time. Partially, I agree with what you said that LeVar Ball said that it may or may not have helped because when it all first went down, they did not stay in the jail. They were basically kind of on a house arrest, so to speak, where they were allowed to go back to their luxury hotel. The report that I heard was very adamant about the fact that they could go anywhere in the hotel they wanted to. They'd go get a massage. They were shopping. They could um, go to the pool. Like, so even like, don't come out of your room. So it sounds like it probably wasn't really that serious to begin with. And it was a situation where, like, well, we're going to let y'all go. Let's just uh, wrap up a couple more things. It's going to be straight. And then uh, Trump swoops in, like, oh, hey, what's up? Da, da, da. And like, all right, they're straight. You know what I'm saying? We're going to let them go. And then he basically takes credit for the whole thing, even though he didn't jump in initially. But then, like, Wood said, also, president of the united states and these are united states citizens and it's like he's finally slowly coming on board with the fact that hey i'm supposed to help the u.s citizens he fumbled in puerto rico and a couple of other places but now it's kind of starting to catch on that i'm supposed to help in the united states so maybe he did help but you know them niggas for real stole shit right like Niggas stole. It wasn't no like like niggas are thieves. I feel like if you gonna get get out of jail card, I'm not even sure if how that he should have left them niggas down. But fuck, I mean them niggas went across seas and did some fuck shit. It's so, just because they black. We're identifying with them. Like damn, you know what I'm saying? Let's get our niggas back. But if it was some white boys like the nigga who got caned in Singapore. Or the thing who just uh, committed suicide, you know what I'm saying? God bless the dead. That nigga went over there and stole a fucking sign from uh, Korea. If y'all, I don't know if y'all remember that. But nigga went to South Korea yeah. and fucking stole a sign. We didn't, we didn't fucking caring that much about it. We were like, fucking white boys feel like they fucking uh, privileged. They can just go do whatever the fuck they want to do. But so it's, it's I'm not saying even that, that. Them, niggas, them niggas committed the crime. Overseas, if nigga helped out, man, the nigga helped out. It, it's not even so much that, but I mean, okay, they stole some sunglasses or whatever they stole, whatever, whatever it was. Like we already said, the Bob family got money, pay, you know, whatever, and we'll deal with it ourselves. It's like, you know, uh, new school because old school is kind of different, but. Somebody catch your child doing something, you're like, all right, thanks. I appreciate you for letting me know. And I'll go home and take care of it. Like, you don't want nobody beating your child's ass or whatever, but you're going to take care of it yourself. And I mean, like I said, Trump is a front runner. So maybe this was to endear him to a group of people because it's like, hey, obviously I'm not racist. I got the three black boys off in uh, China. You know what I'm saying? And it's. It's just it's different, you know what I mean? Like if this had been in North Korea, they would have been screwed because they would have bammed them just because they're American citizens, just to get at Donald Trump because he's not a diplomat. And the fact that he's trying to paint himself as a diplomat because he 
quote unquote helped out in this situation that pretty much was already going to be straight anyway. Is you think? I mean, that's all know. speculation. We don't know if them niggas have been straight. I don't know. I mean, I agree with that part because I, I agree with the with the with what you're saying, J. Joe. The very basic point of it because jail is not sweet. I mean, if so, when I got arrested, I was in jail, and like this, so I got arrested in Atlanta, and the girl, I'll just, I mean, like she's a homie, but she had the only person I knew that owned the house, and uh, Cobb County was like. You need to find someone to put up their house as collateral if you want to get out of jail. And I was like, oh, shit. I don't know if I got a house. And I had to find someone that had a house. And a girl put up her house to get me out of jail. <laughs> That's love. Now, yeah. And she, I mean, she didn't love me. But it was like, you know, she looked out for me. So I'm always, I'll be always forever grateful for that. You know what I'm saying? You always I mean? put a little extra ketchup on her fries. Oh, yeah. I No. <laughs> No. Uh, you already said, yeah, uh, it's too late. No. <laughs> <laughs> I ain't hey, doing man. nothing. But I am grateful <laughs> for it. And that's all I'm saying. So I get the point of being like, understanding like, I'm going to thank Donald Trump because he got me out of jail. The problem is, it's like, you look at him differently because it's coming from Donald Trump. So I understand that too. Like, it's like you're getting a gift. It's like if someone like, like the, like the devil came and was like, you sold your soul to be become like get out of jail, but he's like, oh, but I'm you gonna get devil raped in about twenty five years. You know what I'm saying? Like some fuck shit's gonna happen in the future that that makes everything that much worse. And I guess that's what it sounds like too, because I mean, he didn't do it because he's a good guy. He did it because he wanted props. You know yeah, he's I mean? a credit monster. He is right. the credit monster the of credit, credit monster, monster, nigga. Exactly. So that's what makes it. That's what sullies the whole thing. And that's why niggas don't really want to like have a give him any sort of credit because he don't. I mean, because that's what he feeds off of. It's, he make he want to makes he can make a case for getting the black vote allegedly, maybe even though I mean that's not going to happen. I mean, it, he thinks he can leverage it for all sorts of reasons instead of just doing the right thing because they're American citizens and I'm looking out for them. That wasn't the premise as to why he didn't did it. But I do understand getting out of jail is good because jail is so, so awful. And we don't know what Chinese prison's about. I assume Chinese prison's awful. They say uh, sometimes you do, like, hard labor. So Right, nigga. You so you just like, doing it doesn't have, like, posted up, playing spades, and trading your apples for chips. <laughs> right. <laughs> that shit is true, real. American but, prison sound hella sweeter. But that's what I'm saying. They never, they never, I mean, maybe they went to get like checked in or whatever, but they had them back at the hotel with free reign of the hotel. So he might, I mean, I'm not doubting that he helped, but still it was like credit monster, like, hey guys, hey, I got them all because he needs some wins. Right now he don't have no wins. So he needs any kind of win he could get. And this was like a national story only because it was the Ball family. If it was anybody else, if it was, John Doe, that was a twelve. Nah, it would have still, it still been a national story. It might not have gotten as much day, traction for a day. It'd have been like three players from Wisconsin, Stevens Point, were arrested, and then the next day nobody wouldn't have cared. Twelfth man on the bench, nobody wouldn't have cared about that. But just because it was LiAngelo Ball, because I don't even recall them even mentioning. I'm sure they did, but I never heard the other two players' names. They just kept saying LiAngelo Ball. Right. 
Well, fought Trump and fought Stalin abroad. Fuck everything. Fuck. So uh, fuck uh, the niggas then. Fucking cook is it done? So uh, speaking of a fuck niggas. So okay. This is what happens so when everybody on the podcast is drunk. Okay. This is what happens. <laughs> no, I'm sober. I'm sober. I just had one drink. But you so, smoking um, powder? You smoking powder in the background? Right. And I had one drink and three lines, nigga. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> But yeah, so, um, all right, so just to give the audience context, we know this cat, and he he was on Instagram, or he was on some social media, I don't know what he was on, but he was referring to himself uh, as a snack. Now, (laughs) could you please, yeah, I got you. Give the quote, give the whole quote. Oh, shit. All right, let me pull it up. This is this is awful. I didn't want to ever read the whole shit. Terrible. Okay. I can tell you what the fucking quote said. I got it. I got it. All right. Nigga said, I've always been a snack. I just need to remove the wrapper. <laughs> <laughs> is that like a statement about raw beef? I don't want to know. But the nigga referred to himself as a snack. Now, this is the thing. Like I, um, We all in our mid- to something 30s or whatever and so the word snack is is new in terms of being like some sort of slang i guess it's like a compliment to say someone's a snack i'm assuming uh yeah, it is okay but i would never refer to me as one and i and i would never tell the homie like hey dog you looking like a snack tonight you about to do big things at this club <laughs> it just, I mean, I have no context. I have no, I have nothing to refer to, but it sounds awful. Plus, I look at the young man's picture in question. He got on duck lips, and he looked like he got a little bit of conkling in his hair. <laughs> <laughs> he well, it's a combination of all the bad things in the world. On top of it, he's called himself a snack that doesn't use a condom anymore. Say sex, people. So what it, I mean, what are other things, what are words that niggas refer to themselves that you shouldn't call another man? Like, what are the things you shouldn't call another man? Like, on some man code type shit. Well, let's, let's back up. Like, I've seen where women under other women's picture will say they girl is looking like a snack. Or they'll say a dude is looking like a snack. So it's basically like a women's word. That's the okay. first thing. The next thing is, though, men, I think if you're a man, you could use it towards a woman, I guess, but you should never use it towards another man. You should never use it towards yourself. So along with snack not being something you should refer to yourself as, a man should never refer to himself as thick. Like, (laughs) (laughs) that's like, weak as fuck, and... That's just something you should that you should never do as a man. Like that's out of bounds. It's funny though, because a lot of men do refer to themselves as thick nowadays. Because a lot of these, these young men, I'm glad I know that you know. I don't know. I'm just saying. I I mean, I know them because I'll be around them. But the, but the thing is, these young dudes. I don't know if they be eaten, but they be ill built. Y'all use the word ill built. Okay. No. Heard of Maybe it. ill-built Indiana word, but 
these cats be ill built, so they be like kind of like built like women, like they have like hips and shit. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so technically, I guess they be thick. But I'm like, why do you look like that, man? What have you been doing? Why do you have hips? Why do you hey, have breasts? You know what I'm saying? Like, what's happening? <laughs> hey, man. I so another one. I don't think any nigga should refer to himself as a flavor. Uh, so I know a lot of dark skinned niggas. I've I don't know a lot, but I've seen what dark skinned <laughs> niggas refer to themselves as chocolate. Like, like nigga, that's not cool to refer yourself to yourself refer to yourself as chocolate, nigga. That's just not a a man thing to do. So I mean, dark skin will work. You know what I'm saying? I'm dark skin, but you start telling girls you chocolate. I'm starting to look at you sideways. What about pecan tan? Pecan tan is not cool either. What about mocha? Uh, <laughs> mocha and mocha, no. Coffee flavors. Uh, flavors. French vanilla. Butterscotch. <laughs> all them flavors, no, my nigga. Just chill out with the flavors and uh, you'll be all right. I don't think a man should call another man a boss. A boss. <laughs> <laughs> Like, uh, I mean, I, I don't know if it even comes in context properly at any time, really. I mean, like, I guess you could be like, yeah, I need to finish these reports from my boss because, you know, they work, you work for him or whatever. But you shouldn't be like, hey, man, you, you the boss. You know what I'm saying? Like, what kind of is that? You know what I'm saying? So it doesn't come out. It, it can't, it'll never come out right referring to another man as a boss. It just sounds, sounds weak. So, you just brought up, you just touched on something about uh, uh, saying, like, you got to have some reports for your boss or whatever. Like, I don't like the connotation of the word boss, so I never, I always say my manager. Like, I, nev- I never use the word boss. Like, boss just sounds like that motherfucker runs me or something. So I always right. say my manager. Like, I, I don't like the connotation of that shit. But a lot of people say it. I feel like I'm in the minority when it comes to that. But... I I just don't like it myself. I don't think nobody black should refer to anybody as their boss <laughs> or their superior. That's just me. I don't I don't even refer to shit as a master bedroom, nigga. That's how I don't Man, quick room. Quick side note. So I was at the movie theater the other day and I was like, Can I speak to the like speak to the manager? And so this, this black girl came out and she was like, she had to be like 16 years old. Um, so I was like, you're the manager? She's like, yeah, I'm the manager on duty. I was like, well, can I speak to your manager? Can I speak to like the general manager? And she was like, oh, you talking about Miss Jenny? And I'm like, Jesus Christ. <laughs> <laughs> and she like dancing a little jig when she said it like. Like she, because she said, the way she said it was humiliating for both of us, you know, because like, she said like kind of like in that little country whisper, like Miss Jenny. I'm like, oh, oh but you, but you started it though because you asked for the manager, but it was like she wasn't a good enough manager for you, so you wanted somebody else. Because I knew she was legit. I was like, you're like the manager of the of the snack counter. I need the manager of the whole thing. You know what I'm saying? And I, I knew was, it wasn't I, you. I knew. I mean, I know you're legit. So, hey man, I'm, so. I know this and have I'm, I'm sidebarring right now, but another thing that uh, grinds my gears is when uh, a woman 
refers to herself as a MILF. Like, you'll see shit, like, on Instagram, and uh, you're looking at a little bio, and it'll be like, a lover of God, MILF, you know what I'm saying? Demetri, mama. Like, you can't refer to yourself as a fucking... I'm sorry, I say the day we know. Uh, Randy, fuck, we know a nigga named Randy. Uh, Paul's mom. Like, you can't refer to yourself as a MILF. You can't, like, give yourself that name. A nigga has to call you a MILF. You can't be like, hey, I'm a mom. I like to fuck, because that's what MILF stands for. It's just, it, it, the shit doesn't make sense. Let somebody else refer to you as a MILF. You can't put that in your bio. That's just. What, uh, what a pet peeve of mine. When did First a nigga, all, when did a nigga want to fuck a chick become a bar to meet? Like that's a very low bar for anybody to meet, let alone have an acronym for. I about to say, first of all, your baby daddy don't even want to fuck you. So <laughs> did you even First of all, elf first off, ridiculous. But they, uh, yeah, you definitely can't refer to yourself as a milf. Somebody else has to place that distinction upon you. But, motherfucker, I mean, in the days of the internet, man, and social media, you can just be whatever the fuck you want to be. Like, I'm a MILF, I'm a Gil, I'm a boss, I'm a, <laughs> right. I'm a snack, I'm a fucking <laughs> entree, I'm like, all of that shit. I'm a fleek nigga. I'm a fleek nigga? I'm a fleek <laughs> Hey, you know, I act like you, ain't, you, ain't, you don't know a nigga, because you do know a nigga who's talking about he beat to the gods, whatever the fuck that means. Oh, like, man. Wait. What you know, dudes? I know what that means. That oh. means you wear like you got a lot of makeup on. Oh, you know a nigga. I'm gonna tell you right now. You may not know who I'm talking about, but you know a nigga who said wow. the phone beat to the so gods. The shit, shit was so crazy because I was telling somebody like this was like this was like three or four years ago, and I was like, yeah, man, old girl was looking beat down, and they was like, you know that's good, right? And I was like, nah, she was like looking <laughs> fucked up. Right. And I was like, what? And then that was when they schooled me on that shit. Like, yeah, like, beat is good. And I'm like, oh, no, they don't fuck with context. So, nigga, a, default, a to, dude, the, a default dude to the told you that? No, 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 no. My homegirl, I, oh. I was talking about this other girl that we knew. And I was saying, basically, the girl, like, looked fucked up. And I was like, yeah, she looked beat down. And she was like, that's good, though. I was like, no, it's not. She was like, yeah, it is, like. Beat is good. So you, like, th- you think that social beat, media conversation is more feminine or more masculine? It's it's mostly feminine. A lot of it is feminine. Dudes seem to have like regular conversational topics and uh, words and phrases that we always use, but like uh, slay and beat slay. down, beat to the gods, all that shit. It, it's mostly um, come through. Like, all that shit. A nigga can't say none of that shit. None of that shit a nigga is acceptable for him. None. No, you can't. You can't You can't say any of that. No, no. I mean, I guess you can if you... I, I guess you can if you like a, a feminist, I guess. It don't matter. Feminists say it all the time. Uh, Feminist niggas. I mean, you could, you could say it, I guess, towards a chick, but I don't know. I I just wouldn't even chance it really, cause this it's just all kind of suspect. What if it happened that she's got a nice ass? Like what? Why is that? Why is that played out? You can't say that no more. You can't say what? 
that a chick got a nice ass. That's yeah, like, I don't think you're. I don't think I think it's against the rules now. That's like verbal groping. Like I can't. <laughs> yeah, it's like it's kind of like verbal groping. Everything is against the rules now. It's more shit that's not against the rules. Ah, damn, what? Yes. I think if you went to a gal and was like, um, you look, your your face is beat to the guys, that would be better than saying your booty look really um, scrumptious in that outfit. First of all, if you go tell a chick your face is beat to the guys, <laughs> she going to call all her homegirls over and be like, say what you just said again. And then they going to start <laughs> laughing at your ass about that shit. That's why I always respected Jacksonville women because they're so real. They're a little too real, but I think that's a topic for another podcast. So in lieu of asking for a friend, this, with all due respect, is the Thanksgiving episode. It's a special edition episode, and we're going to provide you the, with all due respect, playbook on Thanksgiving. We need to talk about what is the official drink sponsor of Thanksgiving. Now, we all drink what we drink all throughout the year. However, when Thanksgiving pops off, that's when you bring out your A-game. That's when you bring out your special bottles. What is the bottle that you most drink and you most bring to a Thanksgiving social? Something brown. So, me, that's uh, Hennessy or Crown, you know, depending on what the pocket's looking like around Thanksgiving. You know, you might get Hennessy, uh, VSOP. Uh, maybe Hennessy Black or Crown XO. So, but I'm a I'm a brown drinker. I like I like that during the holidays. Keeps me uh mellow. Keeps me calm. Can I bring a Christian Brothers to Thanksgiving? Is that acceptable? Uh, no. If you want to get your Christian ass cussed out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like we we passed that point now. We passed the uh, the high school elementary drinks. Christian Brothers, your E and J's, uh, your Paul, oh, yeah, Paul, all that. So, I mean, for me, pretty much the sponsor is always Crown. Um, <clears throat> but I got a couple of special things I'm gonna uh, pull out this year. I'll probably be celebrating uh, Thanksgiving at home. So I have a bottle of a uh, twelve-year, nineteen seventy-three Canadian Club uh, blended whiskey. Probably pull that out. I let everybody get a little small, tiny sip of that. Um, got a couple of bottles of uh, Hennessy Pure White. All right. Uh, and I got a couple of bottles of, no, I have one bottle of uh, Crown Extra Rare. So I'll probably pull those out. But just the regular, just drinking, hanging out, it's probably going to be just a regular Crown. Crown Apple seems to go hard in the fall for some reason. So, maybe a little bit of that, too. Yeah, I know. I'm a, I'm a brown drinker, too. I mean, the thing is, I cook with, I cook a lot with, 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 like, whiskey or bourbon. So, like, for the desserts and stuff. Like, I make a, a Crown Royal cake. So, okay. I use a lot of Crown Royal for that. I also put um, bourbon in the, um, in the sweet potato pie. So, I mean... You don't drink that anyway because it's, it's going in, in, into the food. So it's brown all the way for me anyway. What about eggnog? Anything like that? Y'all drink eggnog? That's Christmas. That's, That's just for Christmas. Christmas. So, yeah. <laughs> That's Santa Claus jizz. I don't drink none of that shit. <laughs> I know, yeah. So to be clear, I don't drink it, but eggnog normally comes on the scene after uh, Christmas. I mean, after Thanksgiving, heading into Christmas. 
And in my house, we drink eggnog when they start selling it, nigga. So that's like September, okay? Oh shit. Do, do you do you recommend a specific eggnog? Yeah, maybe so, drink it on I recommend that if you like eggnog, to do a homemade eggnog. We got an eggnog from a family member who's passed on a reg- a recipe. It's called Show Enough Eggnog. Um, so got, was it passed down by a black person? I, I'm absolutely, it's passed down by a black person. It's Show Show Enough Eggnog. It's called Show Enough, and it's legitimate eggnog. If you don't have a recipe that's homemade. And you just need to get you a little something from the store. Turkey Hill is always going to have something that's delicious. Turkey Hill is real good. You can mix that with a little bit of brandy, a little bit of bourbon or something like that. Or you can go to the liquor store. Um, the liquor store, I think um, I think E&J has their own brand. Um, Christian Brothers has their own brand. You can buy that already pre-mixed from the liquor store. What about that Evan Williams? I mean, fuck it. If you already drinking ENJ, you might as well drink the Evan Williams too. I mean, fuck it. <laughs> At that point in time, a nigga who drink ENJ can't be picky over Evan Williams, nigga. Right. Nigga drinking Hardy. All right. So we're about to get into a lightning round of this. All right. So if you've seen the memes, you've seen Instagram, this is one gotta go. You feel me? So we're about to talk about different food categories, and one has to go up. One has to go out of the category, and give a why, and then we'll pass some judgment. So this is particularly by sides. One gotta go. Yams, mac and cheese, collard greens, or stuffing slash dressing. We're not gonna get into the argument right now, but stuffing okay. slash dressing. One's gotta go. The yams, aka sweet potatoes, can go. Uh I feel like dressing is fucking king of fucking Thanksgiving. Uh I will then back that up with the Macaroni and cheese. Uh, again, this is my mother-in-law cooking this fucking fast macaroni cheese with jalapenos in it. Don't ask for the recipe because I had to kill you. And then, uh, you know, my good collard slash turnip green mix. I'll go third. But if 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 we're on a, a island and we gotta send somebody off that bitch, it's gonna be the uh, sweet potatoes. Yeah. So. Um... I would say yams too, with the caveat that uh, the dressing has to be seafood dressing because that's what I grew up eating. Like I never, I don't think I've ever eaten just stuffing or regular dressing. I don't even really know what you call it, uh, just regular. But I grew up with a family recipe of um, seafood dressing. We were the only people that I knew that were eating it, <clears throat> and now uh, everybody's eating it. But uh, if that's if that's the case, then I would say yams. But now, if you're just saying it's like Reggie stuffing, then I would say that the stuffing gotta go. Hold on, what's in what's in your what what seafood is in your seafood dressing? So growing up, it would be uh, crab meat, shrimp, and oysters. And um, I like when my dad passed the recipe down to me. I made that shit just like that one year, and it cost like eighty dollars to make a pan of it. So, <laughs> since then, I cut the oysters out, but I might bring it back this year. Um, put the uh, put the oysters back in. So I just do like the crab meat and shrimp normally, but I might I might throw the oysters back in there. But I've heard of some people they put crawfish in it, different stuff. But crawfish was not like a big thing out here in uh, Jacksonville, so. Yeah, but if it's if it's regular, just stuffing stove top or whatever, then 
that would have to go. So for me, it's yams because I feel like it's redundant. Like even this year, we just literally had a discussion on what we were going to make this year because we haven't cooked dinner in like a couple of years. So I was like, well, we don't need to make any candy yams or anything. And we're going to make a sweet potato pie. It's like we already over going to be overly sweet potato. So um, that that's why we ain't doing it. But also, I mean, I like I like dressing um, because, you know, I mean, you know, if you make the I like seafood dressing, but like you said, it's expensive. I don't want to spend all my money on that. And um, if my regular dressing is pretty dope, I mean, if you make your own cornbread, it, it's going to be fire either way. So um, definitely have to have the dressing. Like that was specifically requested. I like greens anyway. I could eat greens and cornbread by itself on some chill shit. Like I'll eat that on, on, on Friday for lunch. And then macaroni and cheese is like my favorite food. So, you know. Yeah. I, ain't going I mean, I, I eat greens like on a regular basis, but now for your uh, dressing, you make the cornbread and do it. I had yeah, you have to make the cornbread. Nah, that Pepperidge Farm cornbread stuffing is pretty good. Not the seasoning kind, you, just the regular kind. But you got to mix it together with cornbread and the fucking uh, Pepperidge Farm shit. Oh no, nah, yeah. From what I, from what I, what I've done in the past, so. Some other shit. Yeah. So, let me ask y'all: Do y'all have y'all have cornbread and dressing at Thanksgiving? Yes. Yeah. 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 Okay. And cornbread, if it's made right, that shit is kind of like half cornbread, half dessert. You gotta mix it. You gotta mix it like a little mix. bit. Yeah, that shit is that good. disgusting. What? 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 But you like sour fucking, ass cornbread? No, nigga, but I don't want fucking sweet ass pound cake. Oh, bread man. either. Come on, man. I don't like my cornbread overly sweet. Though. The cornbread got to like. like nobody it. said overly sweet. You said, said it's almost like cake, dessert, though. nigga. I like my wreck. I like my jiffy jiffy. They gotta have some sugar in it. Nah, the, it nah. don't have to have no sugar in it. No, no sugar so, in it. Like, I don't eat no cornbread at JJ house. So, so just to bring, just to bring this to <laughs> a con- conclusion, no bread, just to bring this to a conclusion, I will also go with yams. I don't, I can't give up stuffing. I can't give up dressing because dressing and stuffing are the ultimate like moisture catalyst. Hold on, why do you? Is it because you're from Maryland? You keep saying stuffing. Like everybody else has agreed. No, on I said dressing. both. I said both. Right, but I'm not trying to get into the battle right now. I don't want to get into the battle right now. I call it dressing. I don't call it stuffing. But I don't want like somebody to be like, oh fuck it. Well, that shit is stuffing, and that shit is a whole other fucking conversation. So the shit, it's a moisture catalyst. You know what I'm saying all the pot liquor from all the different, all the different sides and the meats. All soaks up in the stuffing slash dressing, and that's where you get your flavor from. So that shit definitely cannot fucking go away. Collars have a very special place in my heart; they'll never be off the menu. Mac and cheese, definitely a staple. Yams, really, honestly, I don't even like sweets like that. Let alone yams with all that fucking marshmallows and shit on top. All that funny shit that people do definitely can, can get the fuck out of here. So I think we got it unanimously across the board. No yams. Yams will be the one that's got to go. You need them greens to keep you regular anyway. You do. You need that fucking green juice to, to, to cut up all that cheese and pasta. <laughs> hey, boy, you be locked up for about a week. 
<laughs> He'd be locked up without them greens. But, hey, hey, but that Yak getting up at you, though. We talked about this during pre pride though. But so you gotta have smoked meat to go in your greens. Um Roger Wood makes uh they like sell smoked meat now. They have it at Publix if you down south. Um I don't know if they have it at Winn Dixie or not, but I know they got it at Publix. But anyway, that's uh that's really good. Like I, I got bought some smoked meat one other time from another store. And that shit didn't taste like nothing. I was like, damn, I, can't, I just couldn't get the greens right. It was like, something is wrong with it. And then it dawned on me, I'm like, the smoked meat really don't have no smoked flavor to it. So that, that goes we, to say, the, that we go- say smoked meat, we talking about salt pork? Or we talking about like a smoked turkey neck? Or yeah, that goes to the next question. I, what's the what's the ideal smoked meat now? What What is your go-to ideal smoked meat? So Pulse. the recipe that I found for collard greens, it calls for... Uh, it's just like smoked turkey. I think it tells you to put a turkey drumstick in, but I might do like a smoked turkey wing or whatever, but I just use smoked turkey. I mean, you could do smoked neck bones or whatever. I'm not really picky. It all seems to give it the same flavor, but I'm more of a turkey guy than a neck bone guy, so I always use a uh, smoked turkey. Now, I was saying turkey neck, not neck bone. Like the no, I no, I know what you were saying. Uh, I don't, I don't use turkey neck. I use a, I either use a turkey leg or a turkey wing. It was neck bones in and of itself is a meal. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, neck bones is definitely a meal by itself. So yeah, my my go to we do uh we do turkey at our house too. So it's a smoked turkey something wing neck back vertebrae whatever the fuck they got. As long as it's not uh, pork, we put that in the greens. So everybody's if you want a, if you want a good collard greens recipe, Google tasty collard greens. It's uh the first thing that's gonna come up under uh I think it comes up under allrecipes.com. I have to check it out real quick. But use that for like your time and temperature and cooking and all that and then you can uh you can run with this uh spices and seasoning and stuff however you want to, but that comes up with a pretty good solid recipe. Speaking of speaking of speaking of uh spices and seasonings, uh what are y'all's go to spices and seasoning when seasoning anything? I know I just talk for myself. I know me, I'm a I'm a I'm a Laurie's uh garlic powder, onion powder, pepper guy. That's pretty much what I roll with. But I know down here a lot of people like to lose uh, Tony Saturis, which has a little bit more heat. And the salt content is a little bit higher, so you can use a little less of it. So what y'all roll with, what y'all seasons? So I used to be a big Lowry's guy. I used to be a big um, Obey guy. Um, now I, I kind of try to keep the sodium down. So pretty much kosher salt. Black pepper as my staple seasonings, but my main blend, I will go with Trader Joe's Four Seasoning Salute. And then there's a Greek seasoning, a Greek seasoning that's like a yellow, a yellow spice canister. I don't know what the hell it's called, but it's a Greek seasoning. Those are my go-to seasonings for pretty much when I want to do any season, like any type of poultry or anything. So I used to do, uh, I used to do a lot of Lowry stuff too. I still do. I still use Lowry's. 
But you touched on something with that. Uh, Tony's, not only is it kind of salty, what I've also discovered is that, and this is a word I made up. I don't know if this is the real word, but it continues to activate. So, like, if I'm, <laughs> if I'm, if I'm, if I'm cooking seafood, yeah, if, if I'm using a... If I'm using it for seafood and I'm like, all right, boom, I'm going to cook everything and then I'm going to just let it soak, like, it gets hotter and saltier the longer the stuff sits yeah. in the water. Yeah. 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 So you definitely have to be uh, careful with that Tony's. But Fresh Crap Black is a go to. Like, I don't know how they even still sell pepper in the can. Um, <laughs> Right. God damn, yeah. bad and bougie ass uh, nigga. Right. Nah, man, but That's Fresh Crab Black, it's like, that shit just has a whole different flavor. Like, damn near, I ain't never tried it, but now that you said it, I'm, I think I might try. I'm going to just try to season something with only Fresh Crab Black and just see how that shit turns out. Like, it just got a way better flavor than um the regular black pepper, but um they also got, like, this blend now that I found, because I went to the store one day, they was out of Fresh Crab Black. It's like, Black pepper, it's a little bit of salt in it, and it has uh, garlic in it, and then like it has like the grinder with it. So, but I always definitely Lowry's fresh cracked black and uh, onion powder, fresh minced garlic. Um, that's it. I can pretty much get around anything with that. If I'm doing seafood, it's gonna be Tony Sacherets, regular salt, and uh, Old Bay. Old Bay. Yeah. yeah, I know. Gotta, gotta, gotta. So, moving on. Uh, one got to go, dessert edition. One got to um, go. Sweet potato pie. Cake. That's pound cake. Coca Cola cake. Coca Cola cake, crown roll cake, strawberry shortcake, whatever. Right. Cob- cobbler, peach cobbler, apple cobbler, blueberry cobbler, blackberry cobbler, whatever. And pecan pie. And pecan pie. There we go. <laughs> Niggas say pecan pow. Like, that is, is that a Chinese dish? <laughs> pecan pow. Kung pow and pecan pow. So, one gotta go. I'll say that again. Sweet potato pie, assorted cake, whatever cake come to your mind. Cobbler or pecan pie? It's cobbler pecan. can go for me. It's pecan pie for me. I don't fuck with cobbler neither, but my wife fuck with cobbler, so I'll keep it just so she can have it, but Pecan pie, I never even had that shit before, so I'm gonna just say that shit. Uh, I'm not big on sweets, uh, but I do like pecan pie. I do like pound cake. My mother-in-law makes like literally ten sweet potato pies every Thanksgiving, and they seem to motherfucker seem to fuck it up. So I guess I'm gonna go with cobbler. Sometimes peach cobbler smells like butt. I don't know if it's the, <laughs> what is what it is, but I don't know if the yeah the syrupy peaches smell a little buttish. But I, you know nah, what I'm saying? A tinge of ass, ass nigga. You're right, a little taint, a little taint of. Think about it. Right. Cobblers, get shady to me. Like they look like cause some of them be looking like dishwater. Like they don't. I don't feel comfortable. I don't feel comfortable about cobblers because I don't think everyone's mastered how to really make them. So, wait, 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 wait. If you if you at somebody's house and they cobbler look like dishwater, are you gonna eat the rest of the food? <sighs> well, 
it's gonna be hard. Like, cause you don't want to be rude. You know what I'm saying? That's that's a problem with going over to somebody's house and eating, eating their food. And that's why I, oftentimes I won't do it. Like, if I'm gonna go to someone's house, it has to be like a relative, and I know they could cook, and I'm confident in their skills. But I mean, you know, I've been be. I've been to a shady I've been to a shady Thanksgiving. So like, you know, they wash their hands. I don't give a damn. Your food, I can add salt to that shit. Make sure you wash your fucking hands, though. <laughs> Absolutely. Right. Fuck that shit. That shit ain't got to be seasoned. As long as it's clean. I went to this Thanksgiving one time. We was in uh, Atlantic City, New Jersey. And we was all there for something. We was all internship up north. So we went to Atlantic City. And we were supposed to hang out. I didn't realize Atlantic City was like a fucking hellhole. I didn't know it was that awful of a place. It's awful. But anyway... Disrespect to our New Jersey uh, listeners, right? Not, but y'all, y'all know what it is. So <laughs> we we went over there. Like I knew a dude that lived in Atlantic City. You know, what I'm saying I thought he lived in Philly, but you know, you're like, no, I live in Atlantic City. Y'all can come to my house for Thanksgiving. And I was like, oh, that's really nice. You know, what I'm saying. But we went to the crib. You know, what I mean, and with all due respect, the house is dirty as hell. You know, what I'm saying the food looked suspect. But we ate the food because, you know, it was a nice thing to do. Like, they didn't have to invite us. And I was just like, you know, I'm going to eat me one plate or half a plate, you know what I'm saying? We'll, we'll go somewhere afterwards. Um, but this was kind of him to invite us. I just couldn't. I can't go to someone's house and be like and just say disrespect their level of hospitality because I know shit's not really, you know, sanitary. I just I, I'll bite that bullet just to be polite. <laughs> So you was willing to uh, risk your life because you could have got sick. You could have got like. I got a little sick. <laughs> <laughs> I, mean, I did. I got. I got a little sick. That was a hard weekend for all of us. <laughs> I'm straight as fuck. Uh, I got a little. Sick. I didn't want to hurt nobody's feelings. I mean, it was not. It was a nice gesture, you know. what I'm saying like stuff like that is tough. But you know, I mean, that was a life lesson. I mean, I just would be like. Oh no no no, that's fine. If I don't know what you're working with or how how clean y'all are, I'm just not gonna go. That's the same thing for potlucks. I don't eat people's food at potlucks. We'll get to that in just a second. So final answer, final answer. Let's go around the horn. One gotta go. Sweet, sweet potato cobbler. pie, cake, cobbler, pecan pie, pecan. Cobbler. Pie. Cobbler. Pecan pie. Cobbler. I'm gonna go with pecan pie as well. So it's a what. Y'all tripping. Pecan pie delicious. Pecan pie is delicious. unnecessary. If, if I already got super potato pie, what the fuck do I need another pie for? First of all, you call me pecan even, anyway. So you even mind them, them the two niggas that say boss too. <laughs> <laughs> I don't see I don't see chocolate on your bio. Uh, five thousand nigga. Fuck you. <laughs> so. Oh, we was at your wedding. Oh, all right. It's a split. It's a split. It's decision. a split. It, it, it's a push. So, so moving on from one got to go, we're going to get into like the Thanksgiving rules of the road. These are situations that a lot of people find themselves in that we kind of want to provide our response on, our opinion on, to kind of make sure you don't do no bullshit this Thanksgiving. So, first and foremost, most holidays are fucking holidays. You fuck on New Year's. You go fuck on Christmas. Go fuck on Valentine's Day. But the main question is, is Thanksgiving a fucking holiday? And when do you fuck on Thanksgiving? I think all holidays are fucking holidays. Um, I feel like 
dependent on your familiar familiarity, because I've been drinking, <laughs> of uh, the family is when you decide when you're going to go ahead and slide in. You know what I'm saying? It depends if you're going out of town and you're sleeping over at the parents' house. Uh, you wait till everybody sleep or everybody's, you know, comatose from the food or drunk off their ass or whatever. And then, you know, you go in that little twin bed that uh, squeaks your, your old lady used to, you know what I'm saying, threw up in and... You go ahead and slide in. If you're smart, you'll fuck on the floor to avoid any of that bullshit. Free game. She, right, you know what I'm saying? If she loud, you know what I'm saying? Put that pillow over head and uh you just you just do it. And a lot of times Thanksgivings again, if this is your first Thanksgiving meeting the family, uh it can be stressful. So that that could be a good release. So maybe you do wanna fuck before you get to the house and you have well, I don't know. Now that I think about it, I say it out loud. You don't want to come there and no your old lady look like she just finished fucking and her hair all sweated out. So I'm gonna I'm gonna go with after post, post dinner and cobbler and everybody sleep. Uh, what 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 makes everybody go to sleep? That's in the turkey. Come on, trick the fan. There we go. Wait till that shit kicks in, kicks in, and uh, you know what I'm saying. Just go ahead and uh. Get your little, get your little, little giblet gravy. I think it's a. Go ahead. You definitely gotta uh, wait till <clears throat> the coast is clear. And like JJ was saying, it depends on a lot of different factors. Like, are you hosting Thanksgiving? Are you out of town? Uh, are you staying at the hotel? Are you staying at the family's house? It, it just depends on a lot of different factors, and. Also, if it's your first time um, meeting the family, then that factors in as well. Because you don't want to, uh, no pun intended, be caught with your pants down. You know what I mean? So you got to <laughs> gotta like play the shit cool. But definitely, um, I'm with him. Any any holiday is, uh, is I mean, it's time for fucking. Because it's, it's more relaxed. You don't have all the pressures of, shit like oh I gotta go to work early in the morning or whatever like holidays are laid back and relaxed and festive so just have fun with it yeah absolutely I agree so the thing with the thing with Thanksgiving is it seems like to me Thanksgiving has more family involved and like if you go visit family members or something like that like the house is more open like and it's later in the day so everybody kind of up you know what I'm saying watching football and things like that so they could walk all over the house and no door is supposed to be locked and niggas is nosy. So I, I, I guess I'm scary acting because I would think someone walk in like, no, Jesus Christ, what are you doing? You know, saying get off my grandbaby. Oh, that's a that's a, a risk to me. I think Christmas is better for that. Like because Christmas, everybody wakes up really early and they, and they open gifts and all that stuff. But they've been up since like, you know, seven o'clock in the morning. Um, you open gifts and you eat breakfast or whatever. At least at my house, we have like breakfast or brunch or whatever, and that knocks people out to like four. So you have like free reign to do whatever to like four or five in the afternoon. On Jesus' and, birthday? Man, whatever. <laughs> what? <laughs> Jesus was born in August. Um, my, my now you woke. All right, here we, oh, too woke. All right, keep moving. <laughs> 
But nah, I mean, I, I would be, I'd be wary about it during Thanksgiving because I just feel like people would be up. I feel like you got to get that nut off you like quick. You know what I'm saying? Because the thing about it is, if you got that nut in you, you can't really be about family during Thanksgiving. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> what? Like that, that, that. How though. much? How much can you be about family and playing with the kids and watching the game and truly embracing those around you? If you still got that nut in you, like you not really even focused real good. You like, all right, so it's cool. The game ends at like nine, eight, nine o'clock. As soon as this over, I need to figure out when I get her home so I can get this pussy because I know she's sleepy because she be eating the fucking cobber. You doing all the calculating in your head. If you get that nut off you early in the morning, everything is good. You can go enjoy Thanksgiving with the family. Go help mama out. Go see a movie after. Everything is going to be cool. But if you don't get that nut out you, everything that happens at Thanksgiving is all contingent on that nut. And I don't recommend that you do that later. Because honestly, you might get that nut at all. If she eats like pecan pie, like all of that shit, she going to be sleepy as fuck. And you might not get that nut at all. And then you fucking hurting. And that's definitely not what you want to happen. You can get you some sleepy pussy. Hold on, man. You sure can. All right, Harvey. Wait a minute, Harvey. She goes to sleep, then she's gonna wake up to go like Black Friday shopping with her aunties and cousins. Right. So right. you might just get uh priced out the market. And then you gotta go stand in line to go get a TV and you still haven't gotten your pussy from the previous day. Now you're really upset. That's really not what you oh. want. So nobody else fucks with three thirty shady beats. Normally they leaving for Black Friday at like four or four thirty, so three thirty, dog. It's a lot of it's a lot of uh, moving parts to this shit. So the, the fucked up thing about it is I fuck, me personally, I fuck with 330 Shady Beats. She don't fuck with 330 Shady Beats. Therein lies the problem. <laughs> Most women don't fuck with Shady 30 Beats. I've, I've learned that, like, usually in the argument it'd be like, and then you woke me up at 330. I'm like, but I'm like, we been doing this, like, for so long. What's, right. What are you talking? That's my phone. That's my, that's my witching hour, goddamn. What's <laughs> I'm raring to go? You know what I'm saying? Shady Bill Cosby, either we fucking or I'm fucking. <laughs> <laughs> it's coming from a place of love. Bill's coming from a place of sea power. Hell no. Nah. So, here's a question. So, if you're going to Thanksgiving, you know, a lot of people now, you don't necessarily go to the Thanksgiving that is your family, your mom, your dad, your grandmother, and so on and so forth. So, when you go to a Thanksgiving... What do you bring if you're not cooking? Like, what is the standard? I ain't cooking shit, but I'm about to bring something delivery. All right. So me, I'm going to bring a bottle of liquor. So like I said before, it's going to be a bottle of brown. So probably the uh, Hennessy or Crown. Uh, Because it's my mother-in-law's house, I like to get enough. I get brown and white just for people who don't drink the brown. So, shit, I get brown, white, and beer. Fuck, I, I, I do it all. So, shit, I do that. What I have a problem with, and this is, y'all should put this down in your notebooks, don't bring any liquor that you don't plan on drinking. So, don't bring the fucking E&J, and then you're like, oh, they got Hennessy, and you leave your little stupid-ass E&J VSOP on the fucking bar, and you kill all my fucking Hennessy. <laughs> Don't do that shit. Also, 
if you're gonna bring liquor, bring enough for everybody. Don't bring no little fucking petty pint that you got in your little uh, <laughs> coat pocket that you sip on throughout the night until your shit's gone and then you start drinking up all the shit that everybody else drank. And last but not least, if you didn't put in on the liquor or the actual bottle that you plan on that you want to drink, don't open the fucking bottle. That's man law number ninety seven. If you didn't put in on the liquor, wait for whoever put in on the liquor to open the bottle and then have your little taste. And uh, so that, those are my couple things. Yeah, so I, uh, it depends on, like, so if it's a potluck, then I'm going to take, uh, take the collard greens normally. If it's a, a special potluck, then I might bring the seafood dressing. Because, again, that shit is expensive. And if it's just a kind of random type of get together thing, then I'm gonna bring uh, a bottle also. And uh, generally, as a rule of thumb, you can bring what you drink, so you'll know that it's there, and you can drink that and not have to really worry about depleting somebody else's stash. Amen. Or you can always take what the host. Uh, family or whatever, what you know they drink, and then uh, that'll be good just for them. So, one of those couple of things. Um, but yeah, don't. I I witnessed that recently. Somebody uh brought some shit, and then they was drinking like up all the shit that was better than the shit that they brought. Shit <laughs> <laughs> was like green as fuck. I know for me, I like to bring um wine. I feel like wine is like a, a good good bottle to have like for both men and women. So I mean I'm not I'm not really big into wine. I mean like my wife is I think most people will be up for drinking some sort of wine. Um if I like you and we're closer than, you know, normal, I'll make like a sangria or something, like which I think help everyone likes sangria because I mean it has a little bit of brown in it, it has brandy in it, so I mean it's still it's strong it's stronger than wine. It tastes good. I mean, it has a little. It requires a little more effort, so people appreciate that too. So, it's either gonna be like some wine or some sangria, really. If I ain't gonna be um, cooking nothing. So I'm kind of like you. Like I always bring wine because wine is a very good medium. Like if all else fails, I can bring a bottle of wine, and it seems like people are less are less picky about wine. Like, well, fuck it. He brought wine. Let's drink this shit. So people will drink wine, like whatever it is. Where if I brought some aristocrat vodka, like, I'm like, I'm not about to drink that shit. So I typically bring a bottle of wine for, you know, the ladies that are there, for anybody who doesn't really drink that hard. And then I'll also bring, like, either, depending on how many people are there, probably like a fifth or a liter or whatever, you know, whatever's dark and also, you know, contribute to whatever liquor we're drinking. But if I bring both of those, typically I'm in good standing with the university. Also, <clears throat> once the first bottle... Or first round of bottles or whatever runs out. If you had something to drink out of that first round of bottles, you should contribute to the secondary run, even if you don't plan on drinking because you drank down the first shit. So don't be like, oh, no, I'm straight. I ain't drinking no more. Yeah, bitch, you done already drunk the first (laughs) shit. Yeah. You need to, like, throw five in or something on the the second round. Well, I feel like if you brought a fifth and under – at any given time, you're like you're a victim to whatever liquor run contribution, 
whatever the fuck needs to happen to make sure everybody is like well fucking lubricated throughout the fucking night. That's just that's just standard fucking practice. If you didn't bring right. a half a gallon or some shit, you need to be prepared at any given time to hop in your motherfucking car or mm. give another nigga a five or a ten to go buy some motherfucking liquor. Right. Yeah, I was really talking about the motherfuckers that don't bring shit. And just drank up all the shit. Oh boy, y'all got this crown, y'all got this hand. And then they proceed to drink the shit. And then when it's time for the re up, they like, oh nah, I ain't drinking nothing. I'm about to leave or whatever. Like, nah, bro. Like, you didn't bring shit the first go around. So that's mainly what I'm talking about. I mean, if you brought something, then it's kind of negotiable or whatever. And also, don't be the fucking guy like J. Joe touched on that you got like the shady little pint in your pocket. But worse than that is the guy that, uh, keeps fixing ice out the freezer and then goes out to his car and like re-ups his shit yeah. and then Hey boy, I know that nigga too. Oh, that's trash. Yeah. Oh, dog. That's a thing? That's yes. A thing. Niggas keep People that do shit that. in their car. Yeah, yeah. man. With a whole big cup. Hey. Yeah. Oh, I got a Cavassier in the car. Right. And then you gotta go to that nigga car to like get you a little drink. You know, a little sip. Like nigga, yeah. why'd you bring this shit in with everybody else? Hey man, it's a it's a lot of a lot of that yeah. going on. You gotta so, be you gotta be wary of like red, another red flag is niggas who's excited about shit that is not to be excited about. Like, <laughs> oh, this nigga got the half a gallon of crown. Like nigga, you can buy crown in any liquor store in fucking America. That is not no shit to get excited for. If a nigga is excited over some shit that has no business being excited for. That nigga's about to drink all your fucking liquor. Just know that. <laughs> Ain't that a lie. But yeah, I mean, so if especially if this is the first time you meet in the family, you meet in the Fockers, you want to put your best foot forward. So anytime they chipping in for anything, make sure you chip in. Uh, for the ladies out there, always offer to help in the kitchen. You know what I'm saying? Before and after after dinner. Hey, you need some help? Wash your dishes nine times out of ten and be like, no, baby, you good. But it'll look good. So, I mean, when when you're doing these Thanksgiving first time, these Thanksgiving first timers, you want to, you know, look nice, act nice, you know, and, and just try to be as helpful as you can and just give everybody a good overall uh, outlook on you when, when you leave. What yeah, are- fellas, help take the trash out. Yep. Yeah, always I'll take the yep, trash yep. out, right? That's also a good time for you to go take the trash out. If you smoke a little something, that's an excellent time for you to go outside, smoke you a little something, do whatever you need to do, then come back in. Not that I do also, that, but... Right. Yeah, and if you smoke... Again, you this is your first time meeting these people. You don't want to hit everything that everybody's smoking. Um, <laughs> that's just a rule of thumb Especially in life, Cali. I think. Uh, <laughs> Just because the cousin's out, outside smoking, you know, you don't want to fuck around and end up like smoking because they sprinkled a little bit of crack in your shit. They out there smoking bulk. <laughs> little bugger. Yeah. Uh-huh. Homeboy was talking about that shit earlier today. He was like, Thanksgiving, you were like, be careful with that shit. Uh, there's some loud. <laughs> but I mean, you, well, I don't know. Some people feel like they like smoking supreme. If it was me, and if I smoke, I don't smoke. But if I did, I would be like, "Hey, what is this?" Just as a precautionary tale, because uh, that happened to one of my homeboys one time. Like he, the blunt was on him, he got it, but the dude already knew. Like he didn't get down like that, so he like 
stop like, oh, hold up, hold up, hold up, man. That shit, that's a dirty J. You know what I'm saying? Thanksgiving dirty J. Hey, man, at me next time, okay? <laughs> at me, bro. You can't, uh, you know what I'm saying? You can't, you might walk up on some shit that's not customary where you come from. So, yeah, you definitely need to inquire. That's why I stick to liquor, man, because I can go from here to fucking Timbuktu and any bottle of Crown Raw is gonna be the same. But when you get to smoking, man, you don't know <laughs> you don't know what you're smoking. Right. This shit's loud, this shit's some Reggie, this shit got some right. angel dust sprinkled in it, the shit. Anything. Dipped in embalming fluid, all kind of shit. So yeah. uh one thing is, you know, that's they got a meme for it, they got whatever it is, just the Denzel Washington meme. Um, he's slapping on the table or some shit. I don't know what the fuck exactly it is. It's like when the green juice touches whatever the fuck else is on your plate and like you lose your shit. So this is basically like food touching. Like, so how do y'all feel about y'all food touching? Like I'm a little different. Like to me, that shit is not a problem. I prefer that my fucking food touches. That's why I get rolls. I get cornbread so I can sop up the green juice slash yam juice slash motherfucking like turkey juice and have that be one fucking amalgam of motherfucking liquids and eat that in some bread to me that's ideal i i didn't know that was a problem until motherfuckers started posting the meme saying that that was disgusting so like how do y'all feel on y'all foods touching uh, i'm like you i prefer my shit i like to have a i like to have a fork full of fucking turkey dressing macaroni and cheese Greens and cranberry sauce, all in one fucking swoop, nigga. All in my mouth, paws, and uh, I, I prefer that shit. And I'm also a sopper. That's what the fucking bread is there for. It's to sop. So a little turnip green juice ain't never hurt nobody. So I'm, I'm oh, yeah. with that. That's what you said earlier. Uh, I want to come back to that, but I don't mind my food touching. Um, <clears throat> I don't necessarily want it touching the cornbread only because I don't want it uh like soggy or whatever. But what do turnip greens taste like? I never had them. We like I would eat collard greens. It's a little bitter. Have like a little bitter yeah. taste to it, but it's like it's good though. Yeah. You gotta put sugar you gotta put sugar in your greens anyway. You even gotta put sugar in collards. A little bit though. You don't want sweet greens. But. Well you mostly need no. the sugar you mostly need the sugar in collards or whatever greens you're eating because you also put vinegar in greens. And balance it out. So the sugar balances the acid. Yeah. But, um, but collard collard, mustard, and turnip essentially go like in level of they go in like order of bitterness. So as far as food touching, I'm fine with it, like y'all said, because, I mean, I think the food's supposed to kind of mix. The flavors are supposed to complement. Like, cranberry sauce definitely supposed to be touching everything because cranberry sauce is like, I think it's supposed to be like kind of like, it's, it's, it's sauce. It's like a seasoning to kind of enhance whatever you're eating. So I, I'm all for that. Plus, I think people who who have a take issue with food touching might be sociopaths. Like, you have what it takes to hurt somebody <laughs> one day. It makes me nervous. Like I, I find that weird and, and uncomfortable and unsettling. So if I'm talking about you, I'm talking about you. I'm sorry. I mean, I'm not gonna take it back uh, because that's really how I feel. So I've noticed that both of y'all have said cranberry sauce. Like, like five thousand. You eat cranberry sauce as well? Um, I haven't had it in several years, but I used to. 
So, like, when we say cranberry sauce, are we talking about, like, homemade cranberry sauce, or are we talking about, like, ocean spray out the can? I'll yeah, talk about straight out the can with the fucking can ridges on that bitch, and that's how you know where to cut that shit. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> I didn't even know niggas made that shit from scratch. Like, what is it? Niggas make that shit, but you gotta be Absolutely. dedicated for that. So, so check it out. Since we're talking about shit that people eat, is there anything at y'all's Thanksgiving table a that you don't fuck with, and b some shit that? Mm, that you might fuck with that other people don't fuck with at Thanksgiving. So what I'm absolutely positively not fucking with under any circumstances is chitlins. <laughs> I'm not fucking with that shit at all. But <clears throat> the thing that uh, I'm thinking about having, and I think I had it a couple of years ago, uh, is banana pudding. And I know that's normally kind of like a uh, summer type of thing, but I think I'm going uh, to give it a trial run. To make it myself, like one of the a friend of the family makes it normally, but she uh she like shot me the recipe a few months back and I haven't tried it yet, so I think I'm gonna try. Have you tried your banana pudding instead of vanilla wafers, chessman cookies? Oh yeah, that's mm. man, that's mandatory in Hong Kong. Well, all right. Dang. Yeah. So that. have you? Did you ever eat chitlins? Never had them before in my life. All right, so you might love them, you just don't know. Yeah, I'm just See, the the thing about chitlins is it depends on when you try chitlins. If you experience chitlins during the cleaning process, you will not like chitlins. If you experience right. chitlins in the cooked process, as in try this fucking whatever the fuck I got on my fork, you might you might like chitlins. But most people get it during the, the cleaning process and they're like, no, I'm not fucking with that shit. Yeah, like growing up, um, I would be around my grandma's house when she was like cleaning them and shit. And yeah, that, that smell is just off it. What about you? Yeah, yeah chitlins is a no go for me. But the funny thing is, so, rest in peace to my grandma. So, it, I don't, I only like stuff that, that's just normal. But like, you know, my father's side, they're from the country. So, during the holidays, like during Thanksgiving or Christmas, like she'll make chitlins. Um, and my father, Tore it up. My mother used to love my grandmother's chitlins, and she also make raccoon with sweet potatoes. And huh? my sister loves raccoon. Like she'll tear that shit up. Like it's the shit. I don't eat none of that shit. Like I really only eat normal food. But I notice like everyone in the family will be more apt to eat all that weird, disgusting stuff. And, and my sister would be like, "Man, raccoon's good. Greg, you need to get with it. It's like you know, it's like stew beef." And I'm like, no, nah, no, nah, baby, it's a rodent. You know what I'm saying? It's a scavenger. <laughs> so <laughs> I don't I don't want it, but you know what I'm saying? More power to you. But I was never really into all the stuff that make people squeamish like everyone else was down with it but me. <laughs> I will I, I, I will piggyback I will piggyback off of you as a son of as a son of Dolden, Alabama. Coon is good. It is a lot like stew beef. It is good. I wouldn't bring that shit to fucking Thanksgiving because I don't want to be judged because you will be judged if you brought a pot of coon, but it is tasty. So is so there anything that you eat? Do y'all eat fresh coon or do y'all eat the coon out of the can with the gravy? <laughs> hey, but, no, why playing, but why you playing? But why you playing though? But why you playing though? So Wait, you can go. So like in, yes. in so like when we go back to Alabama, so they have this is like manager Alabama, they have you go into the gas station, 
you know how they got like prairie oysters or um, pickled eggs or pickled pig feet or whatever. They have cans next to that. And they have cans of like squirrel or raccoon. And they tell you what what intersection or what mile marker that roadkill was killed on. And they take that roadkill and they cook it and stew it. And they uh, put the sodium in there to make it preserve it. And they sell that in a can. So you can buy roadkill in a can, like a tuna can, to eat with some soda crackers and an RC Cola if you so choose. <laughs> well, that sounds like it. what happens when you die and go to hell. <laughs> <laughs> so so at my, at, my, at my mother's house, which uh, I don't go there for Thanksgiving anymore, but, uh, you know, Christmas time, about you pretty much eat the same shit. Um, we got, we got beets that, uh, niggas, niggas fuck with fucking pickled beets and fucking chow chow. Have y'all ever heard of chow chow? I don't know what the fuck that is. It's like some dog food. Nah, not the dog. It's like a pickled relish that you put on like fucking greens or black eyed peas. Isn't that that redundant? Pickled relish? Right. (laughs) But fuck you. If you look it up, it'll fucking probably say (laughs) Fucking pickled relish. No, because you can have relish that's not pickled. If all the ingredients, nigga, semantics. Fuck you. It's fucking chow chow, <laughs> nigga. You just put it on shit. So, uh, but yeah, I'm. Uh, we we have chitlins at the crib too, and I'm 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 not a chitlin eater. I think I saw it stop eating chitlins in like the third grade. So, um, that's a that's a that's definitely a red flag. They used to eat them though. Yeah, with with spaghetti, nigga, chillings and spaghetti. Are you serious? And, and hot and hot water cornbread. Y'all niggas know about hot water cornbread. Yeah, I don't know about that. And spaghetti, cause I never heard you yeah. spaghetti. I thought I was like went with rice. Everybody, so wait a minute. Wait, everybody wait, likes chillings, and they figure out what ass smell like, and they realize, wait a minute, this <laughs> smell like it smell like a lot like ass. Wait a minute, so. The chitlins are out to the side, and it's like regular spaghetti with ground beef or whatever, or the chitlins right. going. Oh right, no, no, not chitlin spaghetti. Yeah, chitlin <laughs> and then ground beef spaghetti and hot water Damn. cornbread. Oh wait, yeah, and marinara sauce. What? No, not the chitlins. The chitlins are soaked. Yeah, the chitlins are soaked. Like you have fried fish and spaghetti. It's all to chitlins the side. It's all to the side. Chitlins and spaghetti. You're a fucking serial killer. Like hundred percent. Jesus Christ, that sounds awful. Like, <laughs> Y'all niggas was just talking about eating fucking raccoon. I didn't eat the raccoon. I was saying my sister likes it. Wood, wood eat Raccoon know is not like... bad. Gopher turtle is not bad. Like, that shit is good eating. Uh, no, gopher, I've heard gopher turtle is pretty good. I never had hey, it because it's hard trivia. to get. Trivia question. Do y'all know who else likes catfish and spaghetti? I don't know. I never heard of it. Ever watched a dig? They're probably from oh. Chicago or Detroit or some bullshit. <laughs> I like. I didn't, I didn't know motherfuckers ate fish and spaghetti. Like we eat fish and grits or fish and fries or something like that. But no, fish, fish and spaghetti. Spaghetti, spaghetti, spaghetti is a standalone meal. No, no, supposed to be a They do that shit in Chicago. I know. I know they do it in they Tennessee. They do it in Indiana too. I mean. Fish and spaghetti, like that was like a normal thing. Like on Friday, if you go to like the fish spot, they would, they would sell that. It's a Midwestern. Spaghetti would be a side dish. It's a Midwestern. <laughs> Y'all have fish fry on Friday with a beady eye food. I'm sorry, what? I beg your pardon. Fish frying Friday with the beady eyed food. Yeah, I don't Who's know the that. Beady eyed food. Yeah, 
I don't know. It's just like a term. <laughs> oh, yeah. I, I was waiting to be enlightened, nigga. I was like, enlighten me? Oh, no, I don't know who cuz it is. It was just like a figure of speech. Speaking so, like, of BDI fools, so when y'all go to like other people's Thanksgivings, uh, it's always some red flags that you might see. Uh, one thing, when I go to people's houses for meals and uh, Thanksgivings, you always got to keep an eye on the crackheads or some some nigga that's looking crackish. I look okay. Two, that's a couple of things. I look for crackheads because they gonna end up leaving with some shit they ain't supposed to leave with. Uh, you gotta look out for creepy uncles if you have kids mm-hmm. or if you know what I'm saying. Just in general, creepy uncles just like to touch on whatever the fuck they need to touch on. And if the family has like slow children, I mean, like, no, I mean, it sounds funny, but I try to be funny. But, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, slow children, they need some, uh, sometimes they need a little bit more. Um, you just got to watch over a little, a little closer to make sure they don't do, you know what I'm saying? Shit they ain't supposed to do. Because a lot of times they might look regular, but they just slow. So, just keep an eye out for like the for that when you go to people's houses. So, go ahead. go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. I will say something because creepy uncles is a real thing. Like I, you know, because so one time it was like a family. It was this wasn't even Thanksgiving. It was Easter, but it's the same concept. <laughs> so my sister um, brought her little boyfriend at the time, and, I, and he was like, he was like, uh, he was kind of like, uh, you know. A nigga who referred to himself as a snack, you dig? You know what I'm saying? He was that type of nigga. Um, so I really, I didn't feel a good ways about him. But I know, you know, I was eating my ham and macaroni and cheese, whatever. And I look out the window, and this nigga was outside with my uncle, and my uncle, like, he was tickling him. And I was like, Jesus Christ. <laughs> hey, nobody sees this bullshit but me. <laughs> I'm looking left or right, and everybody just gossiping and shooting this shit. And I'm like, oh, so I guess I'm just alone and seeing all these perversions take place right now. So, I mean, it's like everybody got a creepy uncle in their family. Y'all don't like to talk about him because you're not, you're not proud of him. Wait, you but, didn't do anything uh, to stop it? I didn't. This is my thing. I felt like <laughs> this. That's shady as fuck. This is my thing. Start off. Yeah, I mean, because this is my thing. I was like, you a grown man. It's, and this is why... I, I'm not going to go into that, but he was a grown man. This kid was like 21, 22 years old. How are you going to be grown as hell and let a, a grown man tickle you? If a grown man tried to tickle me, kiki, I'm, like, I'm going to smack him. Like, get the hell off of me. What are you doing? I'm a grown man. So I was just like, well, I guess this is he about that tickle life. You know what I'm saying? I wasn't going to help him. But what I was going to do was be like, yo, you know your little nigga like to get tickled, right? <laughs> Not good look, you know what I'm saying. So that's that's the most I can do. I don't really care about him, but yeah, creepy uncles is whack, is what I'm saying. Yeah, getting tickled by him is whack as fuck. Hey, <laughs> hella whack. You said what? I said getting tickled out in the driveway is hella whack. <laughs> Unless you enter that thing, that is shit hella sweet. Cause <laughs> <laughs> nigga, twenty one. You know what I'm saying? Like nigga, you looking like a snack. Nigga. Well, right. If you're out here looking like a snack 
with a rap off <laughs> and an uncle want to tickle you, nigga. You can be like, no, nigga, don't. Like, unless you just that ticklish where a nigga start tickling you and you you can't do nothing about it, nigga. But that's what I'm about to say. What is the lead up to that shit? Like, does a nigga just walk up tickling you or does a nigga like socialize it first or? Right, be like, hey, like, man, what you, what you, you, you leaving out, man? Well, come here, man, let me. It's like speeding you, nigga. Just go straight for your fucking yeah, yeah. pickle spots, nigga. The ribs. And right. then I don't think there's a smooth way to transition into a grown man's tickle. So I think it's more like something you just do spontaneously. Like you talking about sports. Like, yeah, man, that was crazy how a nigga caught that touchdown. Tickle, tickle, tickle. You know what I'm saying? I think it just, <laughs> you just break out into a tickle. I hope because otherwise I'm like. But maybe that nigga was like hella ticklish and he like he couldn't say no. Like, I know this nigga who, he was like, uh, he was getting a blowjob. That escalated quickly. Hold on. Here we go. Right, so right, right. He was on his hands and knees because the chick told him to do it. And, like, she slid under him like she was doing, like, a five-minute oil change. You know what I'm saying? And she okay. was like, give him the mouth that way, like, slide under it. So she was sucking him off like that. He was on his hands and knees. Then she... Flipped around and started licking his ass, and his knees locked. He says, and like <laughs> he could, he kept yelling for her to stop. That is locked. He kept yelling for her to stop, and she oh, wouldn't okay. stop, but he couldn't do nothing because she was licking his ass. And, and he, she didn't fart on him, huh? He didn't fart on her. No, he said that nigga just locked and rolled over, and he was trying to like roll. So his butt would be on the ground, but she kept pushing the more. It's a whole thing, man. But so I say all that to say maybe the nigga did maybe once he started getting tickled, he couldn't stop him, man. Maybe it was that ticklish. Or don't so, lock or don't lock your they, knees. Right. <laughs> hey, don't lock your knees. Basically, like, cause like Biggie. Like, I beg you to stop, because I know it will head straight to your mother's bed and my knees are locked up. Like, <laughs> I'm so godly, boy. So what's worse, calling yourself a snack or your knees locking up during head? Well, huh. it wasn't head. It was in his ass. <laughs> nah, uh-uh. Nah, nah, because calling yourself a snack is voluntary. I mean, if some right. shit just happened to you to make your knees lock, that's involuntary. I mean, fuck it. That shit just happened like, to you. Yeah. You a victim. You a victim to the circumstance. Ah, my knees locked. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Oh man. Knees be locking, cause. So last but not and- least, we got plate strategy. Now, plate strategy is basically broken down as when you go and get your food from Thanksgiving, do you get everything on the same plate all at once? Are you a grazer? Do you get a little bit of this, a little bit of that? You start off with the proteins. You come back from the sides. What's typically your strategy for eating Thanksgiving meal? So I'm a, uh, I'm gonna get a little protein. Gotta have the greens. Oh, gotta have the greens and rice. Uh, depending on how the mac and cheese looking, might get a little bit of that. If it's seafood dressing, get a little bit of that. But whatever happens, gotta save a little corner of space because if the food has been prepared earlier, you gotta microwave it. But you gotta save space. For the potato salad, which you can't warm up, and then um, then you're good to go. But the way I look at it is, it's so much food, and you're about to be posted up for a minute watching the games and shit that you really don't have to get everything on the first pass. Like you can save some shit for the second go around. 
Uh, I, I, I throw all that shit on the same plate. Fuck it. I don't plan on microwaving shit. I plan on eating that shit and coming back for a second. So I like to get uh, my turkey white meat. I like to get me a, a nice keeping helping a dressing. Uh, enough cranberry to go with the dressing, macaroni and cheese. Uh, we get, and my mother-in-law get uh, duck and a nice little cherry sauce. So some duck. They got turkey ham. I throw some turkey ham on that, and some fucking greens. And I think they got green beans and motherfucking potato salad. And I put all that shit all on one little flimsy ass paper plate and I take my ass downstairs and watch some football and then I come back up and do the same old thing again. Time out coach so what precisely is turkey ham and that's that's one thing or that's two things? That's one thing. How did I've seen turkey ham like in the lunch meat aisle but I've never seen that shit. Like you gotta carve it? I've never seen it carved it's kind of just there. But I mean, but, y'all didn't, they didn't get that shit out of the lunch meat pack, did they? Nah. Oh, the turkey ham is actually good as fuck out of the lunch meat. I don't, I don't know. Uh, yeah, so, it, yeah, I think it's a, I think it's a loaf some sort of way, and it is cut up, like, in because sli- it's slices. So it looks like fucking regular ham, but it's made out of turkey. So I don't know how they do it, but well, all right. shit good as fuck, too. It has just like the same little fucking drizzle as the duck, nigga. So some sort of like cherry sweet fucking shit on it. And that shit's fucking good. So, as fuck. so, so do y'all do honey big ham? For- nah, so this is Chicago. So they're real like probably like Philly and shit. Like everything's like non-pork. So it's turkey and the greens. It's turkey ham. And they do Duck, so I don't think there's any swine anywhere on that whole thing. Damn, that hurts my heart. Oh, come on, man. Shit. Sorry. That fucks up my whole next question. Uh, Shit, goddamn. What's the next question? My question was, do you prefer cold ham or, or, or hot ham? But y'all don't eat no fucking ham, so it's like, goddamn. But, but I can, like I said, in Tennessee and Christmas, we my mama definitely fuck with Swine, so everything's pork. It's the exact opposite, so it's pork and everything. Okay. And right. I fuck with both hams equally, cause I like. So I guess during Christmas the ham is cold, but then like that next day when you warm that hoe up, you know what I'm saying? That's it. I guess that's backwards, huh? Yeah. I don't know. I, I fuck with it either way. Why would, I fuck be, with why would it be warm the next day and cold the first? I I don't know. <laughs> I mean, uh, right. I mean, would you get a honey baked ham or something? Well, we get yeah, honey baked ham. My mama ham. fuck with honey baked ham hard, but oh, I yeah. guess the first time it is warm, and then yeah. you so, put it in the refrigerator, you eat it cold sometimes. But I usually microwave that shit, so I guess it's usually warm. I fuck with cold ham hard as fuck. So we're Maryland is, of course, and my mom's from Virginia. It's very close to Virginia, so Virginia fucked with salt cured ham like extra fucking hard. And honey bay ham is either not cured or it's like sugar cured or whatever. It's really sweet. But um, me, I'm 100% like cold ham. And I prefer country salt cured ham over uh, sugar cured ham. That's why I asked the question. But I forgot everybody was fucking 11 percenters or whatever the fuck it's called. <laughs> <laughs> That's racist! You know. Oh, it is racist. Ham. 
Cold ham is good though. Like, I mean, if you get it when it's fresh out the oven, that's cool. But if not, or like that next day or whatever, that shit goes hard. Um, as sandwiches or whatever. So use your cranberry sauce as a spread. Like use your cranberry sauce as a spread on a sandwich with that cold ham on top. With like some Duke's mayonnaise or like some Jack Daniels mustard uh, on the other slice. What the fuck is Duke's mayonnaise? Oh, I don't know what mayonnaise that is. Nick, That's the New Orleans mayonnaise, oh, isn't it? Yeah, like is it, fuck. Is it blue plate? Fuck Hellman's and all of that shit. Duke's mayonnaise is legitimate ass, serious ass mayonnaise. If you fuck with mayonnaise, I know a lot of people don't. Oh but. yeah, I don't fuck I mean, with nothing. I don't fuck with nothing white and creamy. So that Duke's. shit, uh, <laughs> that shit is like the New Orleans po' boy. Mayonnaise, but the fact that you mentioned that uh cranberry sauce as a spread is uh crazy because Publix actually like they have a sub every week that's like featured and that's on sale and that's what the shit is for this week. It's a uh, it's turkey and cranberry, but I didn't really think of that think of that shit like that. So now that you mentioned that, I might go get it. Tomorrow. Yeah, yeah. So in, in in November they got a place Parkway Po' Boys down here. They do a Thanksgiving Po' Boys, so it has turkey, dressing, and fucking uh cranberry sauce spread on it. That motherfucker. Fah. That sounds outstanding. Yeah, but y'all niggas eat mayonnaise? Like all three of y'all? I fucking mayonnaise mm-hmm. hard as fuck. Yeah. Yeah. I put mayonnaise in my sandwich too. It's fucking disgusting. You know, you know, tuna salad or chicken salad. Oh, man, y'all, y'all, y'all drink, y'all, y'all drink milk. Y'all eat cereal with milk in it. I don't like milk. I haven't in a long time. I, I, no, I'm, I trying, usually to, I'm like... trying to think why I don't like anything white and creamy, and I think it has to do do with the dairy part of it. Like I don't like Alfredo Ranch uh, whipped but cream. Eat, but mayonnaise, mayonnaise is mainly more egg based than it is dairy based. That's you know what. It's funny you should say that. That's yeah, true. Because a motherfucker, we went somewhere and uh, Vita was like, "Yeah, uh, I don't eat dairy." So she was like, "Oh no, there's no dairy on the sandwich." And the motherfucker had like four scoops of mayonnaise on that bitch. We're <laughs> like, "Hold on." It's like, "Well, that's just eggs and oil." I said, "Well, fuck. I guess that is just fucking eggs and oil." So you're right with that. But still, still white and creamy, so fuck it. No Alfredo, no ranch, none of that shit. Oh, man. So that was a Thanksgiving episode, you know what I'm saying? We appreciate it. We appreciate y'all listening this far. So let's get into it with all due respects. With all due respect, uh, let's, let's kind of just stop with the whole Thanksgiving is about killing Indians and the raping and pillages, pillaging of Native Americans. I'm I'm an African American. Everybody on this podcast is African American, so for a lot of things, holidays and things of that nature, it has a different context. Uh, <laughs> it has a different context to, to me. I don't really care about the historical aspect of it all. For Thanksgiving, it's really just a, a time for family and a time to express that you're thankful for uh, for things. Um, thankful for your family, thankful for your life and and health and things like that. So I'd rather focus on being thankful and appreciative of all of those things instead of the historical context, because given my perspective from where I sit, the historical context has never really been a friend. So 
uh, y'all could keep that, um, all those conversations. I really don't want to hear it. I'd rather focus on more positive things with all due respect. So with all due respect, before I even get started, I want to, I want to make an editorial comment from last episode. You know, I kind of spoke on my top three and I was kind of, you know, I was less than honest on who my top three was with the, uh, Keisha Cole, uh, Robin Fenty and, uh, Melinda Williams combo. Um, as much as I do love Melinda Williams, I do have to admit that she should not belong there and that Tiana Taylor should belong in her spot. So I just do want to apologize to, uh, to Mrs. Shumpert, you know, for my, uh, for my negligence, but getting to the actual with all due respect. I mean, I've noticed on social media, a lot of times women have become, you know, with more frequency come out and, you know, speaking on married men being in their DMs. Like, I don't understand why, you know, there are a lot of empty threats that are thrown out there now. Like, it seems like, oh, well, there's a married nigga in my DM. Like, y'all need to stop that shit is the new imaginary haters that people used to have like two or three years ago. Like, I don't understand why that's such a big fucking topic. Like, yeah, a married nigga fucking hollered at you. Also, there are also three branches, three branches of government in a democracy. Like, I don't understand why that's so, so much of a news flash that you need to speak on it. I don't know, honestly, whether it's the fact that you're trying to call out a married nigga that you're not even going to speak on. Or it's the fact that you just want somebody to know out there in social media land that somebody wants your fucking ass. So I just feel like it's a combination you just keep to your fucking self. If you're going to out a nigga and you got a problem with a nigga who's married, who's hollering at you, then first off, you should keep it to yourself in the first place. But if you are going to speak on it on social media, just call that nigga out. But don't be on fucking social media like just fucking spinning your fucking wheels like, oh, all these married niggas in my fucking DMs. Like nobody wants to fucking hear that shit. Like that shit is a fucking waste of your time. It's a waste of my time. And honestly, it's aggravating because honestly, at the end of the day, I don't even think it's fucking true. So shut your fucking mouth. Unless you're going to actually out somebody, stop crying wolf with all due respect. All right. With all due respect, let's uh, go back and talk about Thanksgiving etiquette. Um, so if you go into somebody's house for Thanksgiving, make sure you bring something. Bring a bottle of wine, bring a dish, bring a bag of fucking Hawaiian rolls, bring fucking something. Don't just bring your fucking appetite. And that goes, uh, that can also go to when you're going to people's birthday parties, house parties, Christmas parties, fucking Halloween parties. Bring fucking something. Don't come fucking empty handed. You're a grown motherfucking man. You're a grown fucking woman. Bring something. They're fucking hosting you in their home. You're going to fuck some shit up. You're going to piss on their toilet. You're going to do something. The least you could do is bring something. And I'm definitely talking to you motherfuckers who don't bring anything and then make a plate to fucking go. You don't bring the plates. You don't bring the fucking aluminum foil. You don't bring shit, but you'll leave with two or three plates. You're a trifling motherfucker. And all you motherfuckers with kids, don't bring all your fucking kids to a fucking Thanksgiving dinner or any type of party and don't bring a fucking juice box or nothing for them little fuckers. Because let me tell you something. I'm the fucking chaser police. We brought so many fucking cans of Coca-Cola and Sprite. You know what your little kids do? They'll grab a fucking 12-ounce Coke 
take two sips and sit that motherfucker down. And when it's time for me to make some fucking Crown and Cokes and Hennessy and Cokes, guess what? Ain't no motherfucking chaser because your motherfucking kids drank two fucking sips of the motherfucking Coke and left it on the motherfucking counter. So for all for all due respect and with all due respect, y'all got to do better when it comes to this whole uh, Thanksgiving thing. With all due respect, the whole Thanksgiving thing that we're on right now, something J. Joe just touched on with uh, fixing plates and all that. Also, don't be the person that comes in the house, fixes a plate, puts that shit in the car, and then comes back and fixes a plate to eat. Definitely don't be that guy, because that motherfucker never brings shit either. So, anyway, though, um, and kind of keeping with the theme and just in life in general, Let's get back to the basics of time and place. Everything is not always appropriate for every time and place and situation. And, you know, at Thanksgiving, it might be your single cousin or something. Don't, because you finally got a man, be like, you ain't bring nobody with you when you going to get you a man or whatever. Some old bullshit like that. Or that person that brings somebody that you're probably just meeting for the first time and it's like, oh, when y'all when is the wedding or when y'all having kids? Like that shit is inappropriate. So let's get back to time and place. Um also don't be the person trying to be super funny. I hate them motherfuckers that's always trying to be super funny, like, oh, this an inside joke, but you're saying it in front of people. Like if it's truly an inside joke, then people will catch up on the subtleness of it and just let the joke be the inside joke. But once you advertise that it's an inside joke, that's no longer the case. So, with all due respect, remember time and place and be observant of it. since a guy talked over a record like this. But for real, why would you leave us? Oh, because you had to? Because of the Constitution. But you can come back, right? Oh, you can. Because that would undermine the very institutions that we barely hold on to as it is. I see. I guess we stuck with this dude for a while then. Maybe you can come back and make a speech. How much would that cost? For real? Oh, no, we definitely can't afford that. So I'm just getting rained on for nothing. That's interesting. Well, you enjoy your retirement, homie. Come back for a Michelle could run. Like really sad, like super sad. Like what the hell we gonna do, sad? No, let's not put Michelle through that. Come back for us. But if she wanted to, I vote for Joe Biden. 
But what about George Clooney? I mean, that dude was Batman. That'd be cool. You know what? I don't think the three of us have the firmest grasp on government. But hey, happy Thanksgiving, everybody. <laughs> <laughs>